welcome to The Kids Are Alright, a weekly podcast especially for kids that's all about health, happiness and wellness. I'm Michelle and here with me are my co-pilots on this podcast, Buster and Buddy. Hey you guys, it's Buster here. Hey everyone, it's your pal Buddy. <laughs> and we're on a mission to help you all feel great and live happy. So let's get this show on the road. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. The Kids Are Alright. So guys, how are you feeling today? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, a little tired after a rugby tournament yesterday, but other than that, I'm good. Yeah, I feel full. I had a huge lunch. I just couldn't stop eating. It was my favorite, spaghetti bolognese. Mm, I just love when it's spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> yeah, we can see the bolognese sauce stains all over your shirt, Buster. <laughs> and there's still a little bit on your mouth. And wait, <laughs> is that some in your hair? Yeah, yeah I'm saving it for later. <laughs> oh, Buster. <laughs> but what I really meant was how are you feeling, like, in your head? Are you feeling relaxed and happy, or are you feeling worried or anxious about anything? Oh, right, Michelle. Uh, I don't think I've ever really been asked that before. Um, well, I have been worrying a bit about going back to school tomorrow, because, uh, I don't know, I'm finding maths really difficult at the moment. We've been doing all this new stuff, and I just can't seem to get my head around it. We did a test, you see, on Friday, and uh, I don't think I did very well. What if I've done really bad? Uh, I'm just nervous that the teacher's going to give out to me. Oh, buddy, I didn't know that. You never said anything. Yeah, well, it's just I was a bit embarrassed to talk about it because usually I'm really good at maths. But uh, I don't know. I can't seem to make my head understand it these times. And I feel like I have to pretend that I understand because all my friends seem to understand. And the teacher expects me to know it. And uh, what if my parents find out and they're mad at me too? And uh, it's all just such a mess. Oh, buddy, I wish you told us this before. Keeping all this worry in your head doesn't fix the problem. It only makes it bigger. And you're having to worry about it all on your own too. I know. My head is a mess. I've been getting these headaches in the mornings, but it's time to get up and go to school. Oh, buddy, you should have talked to someone about this. And maybe even your teacher. I'm sure she would have just stopped and gone back over it again. You know, maybe lots of your friends in school are also struggling and probably would have been really quite happy if you'd said something to the teacher so she could explain it again. Yeah, I I never thought of that. Because it's just, I'm usually one of the top students in maths. So when I think about it, huh... I suppose, yeah, yeah, there, there must be other kids who are finding it difficult too. Yeah, and your teacher won't be mad at you if you haven't done well in your test. Just go in tomorrow and talk to her. You're right, Buster. Okay, yeah, I'll speak with her tomorrow. Oh, right. Yeah, I feel so much better now that I've told you guys. Oh, I never thought that others might be finding it really hard. <laughs> you see, guys, that's the thing about keeping our worries bottled up in our heads. They get bigger and bigger. Talking about them helps us find solutions. Yeah, my mum's always saying a problem shared is a problem had. Exactly. And how we feel in our heads is called our mental health. So are we feeling happy and well or are we feeling worried and anxious? Are you mentally healthy or are you mentally unhealthy? That's it, Buster. And it's quite easy to move from feeling mentally healthy to unhealthy if we keep our worries locked away in our heads. And this keeping our worries in our heads is called anxiety. Wait, so you're saying that all those headaches I've been getting might be because I have anxiety about my mats? Well, do you know what? It could be, buddy. But that's why it's so important to mind our mental health. It's a real, actual thing. Oh, yeah. Like we've been learning in our Mind Your Head shows. Hey, hey, our health is your wealth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You can look after your mental health and you need to. 
So we're speaking with someone today who knows loads about how kids deal with their worries as she is trained in psychology, but she's also a primary school teacher. Her name is Anya Murray. Thanks so much for joining us today, Anya. Hi, Anya. Thanks for having me. Hey, Anya, it's good to have you on the show. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi. So you're a primary school teacher with a big interest in kids' well-being and mental health, and you decided to write a book called The Pain in the Chest, which is about a girl as she grows up and how her anxiety, her worries affect her in life. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so the book is, like you say, about a little girl and she has a lot of big worries. And when she feels her worries, she feels them as this pain in her chest. And she's followed around by this little worry monster who pops up whenever she wants to do something, but she's stopped by her feelings and her thoughts. And in the book, you see lots of scenarios where um, she wants to do something that she can't, like she wants to make a friend or she wants to audition for her play and she can't. And then we see at the end of the story what happens when she decides to talk to her mum about all these worries. Um, and then we learn that when we start to talk, the worries start to walk and she starts to feel better. So when we talk, the worries start to walk. I love that. Yeah. And, and, and you know, nowadays, I mean, we hear people talking a lot about mental health and you know it can start to feel a little bit like just words when you hear mental health for kids what exactly does mental health mean well just like the way everyone would have their physical health we all actually have mental health as well and our mental health just includes our feelings our emotions our thoughts and our moods as well. Yeah, sometimes so our thoughts and feelings are their good ones, like happy or excited or relaxed. And sometimes they're more negative, like sadness or if you're worried or if you're jealous. So we have good ones and we have bad ones. And the thing is, we all experience both. And sometimes they're more positive and sometimes negative for lots of different reasons. Mm -hmm. And it changes all the time. And you know, some people, when they think of mental health, they only think of the bad side and that it's stuck on the bad side. And they forget that there's a good side too and that it can change to good too. Oh, Oh, nice, yeah. Whoa, I never thought about it in that way. Yeah, I defo have days I feel great and it's brill. (laughs) And other days something happens in school and it's like all that happiness has disappeared. Run away and I can't find it again. It's horrible. Yeah, that is really horrible. But you know, it's completely normal to feel those bad feelings too. And that's like looking after your physical health as well. When your body is not feeling very fit or strong, you can do things like eat healthy food or some people will exercise. When you're experiencing bad mental health, we need to do things to look after our minds as well. Yeah, Anya. I mean, I play rugby, for example, and I I love it. But I do notice that my fitness definitely changes. Like during the school term, when there's lots of training and all the different matches, I'm really full of energy and I feel so strong. But then during the summer, when we're on school holidays and there is no rugby training, I definitely feel like I'm not as fit. Yeah, exactly. It's changing all the time, just like our mental health. And sometimes it's stronger and sometimes it's weaker, just like you say. You could think of it like an old fashioned weighing scale. So like one side of the weighing scales is positive and one side is negative. And sometimes things will happen in your life that will weigh down the positive side. Like if you're in school and you win your start week or, you know, you might get to play with your friends, all that would weigh down the positive side. But then there's things that weigh down the negative side as well. So if you're fighting with your brother or sister or if you don't do well on a test or something like that. And because, like I said earlier, that it's always changing, 
you're never going to stay on too long on one side of the scales or the other side. So if you're feeling like really negative emotions, just you need to remember that you're not going to be stuck on that negative side forever and that there are lots of things you can do to balance that scales, um, your mental health scales. So only the name, the pain in the chest really explains for a lot of kids how it feels in their body when they're feeling anxious or worried. Yeah, so you know, worry and anxiety can actually happen in a really physical way. Mm -hmm. So in the book, when the little girl feels it, she gets this pain in her chest. But you know, actually when I feel it myself, I get like a sick feeling in my tummy and other people might feel it somewhere else in their body. So like you might get a headache or a pain behind your eye. So it is actually really important that um, boys and girls think about where they feel their worry in their body. And it's actually really helpful to keep a note of when that happens because you mightn't even realize that your things in your body are actually your body's way of dealing with this worry. You might just think that, oh, I'm someone who gets lots of pains in my tummy and that's just the way it is. But instead, now you might realize, actually, my pain in my tummy happens the night I go to school every Sunday night or I get that pain in my chest uh, right before I have to go out to yard every day. And you might start to realize what it is that's making you worried. If you know what's making you worried, you can start to then make a plan on how to fix that and make yourself feel better then. Yeah, like for me, now that you've said that, I often get this feeling in my stomach, like as if it's swelling up and a whole net full of butterflies has just been let loose in my tummy. Yeah, that's just like me. Yeah, I get really nervous when it's my turn to stand up and talk about my project in class. I feel sick and I can't eat my cornflakes in the morning. Oh, and Anya, Michelle was saying to us that you're a teacher. So do you think that many kids get anxious in school? Yeah, absolutely. There's lots of reasons that children might get anxious in school or nervous because, you know, school is not just about learning to read and write and do maths, but we're also learning to do things like make friends and stay fit and healthy and work with others and sing and dance and loads of other things. And you could be worried about any of those. You know, one child might be anxious about their spellings test every Friday, but they love doing drama and speaking out in front of the class, while their friend might be terrified of speaking in front of the class and doing drama, but they love their spellings test and they get 100% every week. And then I have lots of children who love PE in my class. You know, some children love going out and PE and doing the race, but then when they're asked to find a partner or a pair, they find that really, really hard. Uh But then other children love working in in pairs and partners in PE, but then when they have to go on their own, they're afraid they might be last or that they're not going to be fast enough. So there's lots of things children can be worried about. Um, And, you know, everyone has different abilities and no one is good at everything. So it's so normal to feel worried about some things in school and it's going to be different for everyone. Yeah, Yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. Um, And and in the book, Onya, you've got gorgeous pictures to illustrate the book. And I have to say, I love the cute, furry, red, creature which represents the girl's anxiety I mean why did you make her anxiety this furry red creature yeah so the furry red creature like you say is represents her anxiety Mm -hmm. and in the book you can see that monster he can be really small so small that it fits in her pocket and then other times he's really really big and even bigger than she is sometimes and uh, he you can see him changing in size just the way that sometimes our anxieties and our um, worries can change in size. Mm, yeah. He's also like a really important in ca- character in the book because he shows the children 
children very clearly how that anxiety is separate to the girl. It's not who she is. It's a, it's a part of her. Yeah, like it's a part of her, like the way, you know, your mental health is a part of everyone, the way your, your hair is or your name. But her um, anxiety isn't who she is. And, you know, some people think that when our worries make us behave in certain ways, like mm-hmm. sometimes when our worries make us really quiet, like the girl in the story, or yeah. make us loud or make us cry, people think, you know, that's just what they're like. But they don't realize it's not necessarily who they are, then it may be just their worries making them behave that way or stopping them doing the things they want to do. And then in the book, when the girl finally opens up and talks to her mum, her mum was actually really surprised. She didn't know it was her worry that was making her like that. Yeah, you're right. Talking about our worries is like it's superpower. <laughs> and everyone knows we love superheroes, don't we, buddy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but talking to someone about our worries when we feel anxious is our very own superpower and steals the power away from our worries. <laughs> exactly, yes. And that's what's really important at the end of the story because you see the furry red creature pack his bags and leave once the girl talks to her mum about her feelings and the anxiety that she's been carrying around. Mm-hmm. You know, anxiety and worries do grow when we leave them inside our heads and they can get really, really big. But... When we take them out of our heads and we start talking to someone, they can't grow and uh, they they can't hide anymore and they're out in the open. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's just like when I'm feeling anxious, I sometimes have all these what ifs, you know, what if thoughts just running around in my head and they can make me feel worse and worse. Like, what if I don't get to trying my rugby match tomorrow? What if I have to stand up in front of my maths class and answer the questions and I shake and I stumble over my words and everyone laughs at me? Ugh, I feel scared and worried and then I just don't want to go to play in the match or go into school. As if, like, you know, what if the what ifs come true? Yeah, I know. That happens to lots of people. But you know what? The anxiety actually can get a lot of power from those what-ifs and you really have to try and remember that the what-ifs they're just in our imaginations they're not real and our imaginations are really powerful and they make us think all these what-ifs but the what-ifs they tend to be the worst thing that could happen sometimes when what-ifs pop in our head we can tell them that that's crazy and that would probably never happen and we're able to get on with our day and do all the things we want to do but sometimes we can't and sometimes the what-ifs do stop us doing the things that we want to do and when that happens it becomes a problem and that's when we need to use our superpower and talk to an adult about it. Anya, um, if I'm feeling like my worries are getting really big, how would I even start to tell an adult? Because sometimes I'm not even sure myself what's making me feel anxious or worried. Or, you know, I I just wouldn't know what words to use or what even to say. You know, it is perfectly normal to find it hard to find the language for feelings. And it takes lots of years to learn how to be really comfortable talking about our emotions. But remember, your parents or your whatever adult is in your life, they do want to help you if you need help. And sometimes they don't realize you need help. So we do need to try and tell them. So maybe you can just say to a parent or that trusted adult, can we have a chat on our own today? Mm -hmm. And then you could see if you could actually name the thoughts and emotions you're feeling and name them for them. See if you can figure out as well where in your body you're feeling the worry. 
or when it happens. So whether it's that pain in your chest or the pain in your tummy and what time of day it's happening or things like that. And you could write them down first so you don't forget. I find that really helpful to write it down. Or, you know, if you can't find any words for your emotions and you're not sure what name to put on them, you could try and draw a picture. You could even just, yeah, you could even just use colours that represent emotions or draw a time when you're feeling down or overwhelmed and you know it doesn't have to be a work of art like a stick person will do the job Very good. it's just to start the conversation yeah. and you know you do have to remember though if you do tell a grown-up and you think they didn't hear you please 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 don't give up because you should keep telling someone until you feel heard whether it's your teacher or your parent or your granny or your uncle until you find someone who can help you figure out a way to help you balance that mental health scales we were talking about. Oh, that's a great idea, Anya. Yeah, that is brilliant. So now I don't have to worry about finding the right words. I can just show them or talk to them with a picture. It is. It's a great idea because it can be hard to find the words. I think kids will find this really will help them to use that superpower of talking about their worries. It's a really easy way of getting the conversation started uh, because sometimes that is the hardest bit really, isn't it? It's actually starting the conversation. Um, But in general, I think what we've learned today is how important it is to remember that everyone has a different mental health and that it's always changing and it's always moving between a mixture of, of good and bad. Exactly, that's the main message. Yeah, the more we become aware of how we're feeling, when we notice that we're not feeling great, then we know that we must do something to make ourselves feel better. Exactly. Anya, thanks so much. I honestly think this will be a great help for so many kids. And just even knowing now how to start a conversation is so important because that can be the hardest thing to open up and talk about your feelings when you might not even fully understand yourself how you're feeling or why you're feeling that way. So, you know, the book is a great way, you know, for kids and parents to start a conversation if they have any worries that are bothering them. And the book is available online and in bookshops. And we'll include the links where people can get the book on our website website thank you so much yeah thanks so much okay thanks a million Anya see you bye bye Bye, Anya it's time to rewind recap rethink wow I love chatting to Anya there it was so interesting to understand that talking about mental health doesn't mean that there's something wrong everyone has mental health and it changes all the time Some days we can feel really strong and ready to take on the world. And then other days we don't feel quite as strong at all. And that it's completely normal. Yeah, what she said about thinking about our mental health in the same way as we think about our physical health is so brilliant. (laughs) That like sometimes we feel so fit. We've bundles of energy and can run around all day. But then other times we feel so tired and lazy. Yeah, my head definitely feels like that sometimes. And you know, Buster, now that I understand that it's normal that our mental health will go through its good times and bad times, well, now I know that it's not just me. And next time I feel anxious and worried, I know that it will pass. And I definitely won't feel like that forever. And it's also good to understand where we feel our worries. That sometimes we can feel our anxiety actually inside our bodies, like physical pain. Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) But we need to remember that like the furry red creature in Anya's book, your anxiety isn't you. It's only part of you, not who you are. So there are plenty of things we can do when we're feeling anxious, like maybe doing our favorite thing to relax, like exercise or reading a book or drawing a picture. Whatever we love that's like 
Oh, our brain taking a rest and starting to feel better. And Anya said we should talk to an adult if we feel our worries getting bigger. Because when we start to talk, the worries start to walk. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, Buster. We take their power away when we talk about them out in the open with an adult. And it's really good to know now how to even start talking to my mom and dad when I'm not sure I can even find the words to explain how I'm feeling. I could just draw a simple picture of what's happening in my head or in real life that's making me feel anxious. Yeah, then you can ask mom or dad or a trusted adult if they have a few minutes to talk and then you just show them the picture to get the conversation started. Ah, cool. Now I have a plan. Yeah. <laughs> It's time to rewind, recap, rethink time. Yeah. Hey guys, it's that time again. It's time to tickle your funny bone. <laughs> Hi, my name is Sunny. I'm seven years old, and this is my joke. Knock knock. Who's there? Banana. Banana who? 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 Knock knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Aren't you glad that I didn't say banana? Knock <laughs> <laughs> knock. Who's there? Tank. Thank who? No, thank you. <laughs> so guys, that's almost it from us. Thanks to all the kids who sent in their audio clips. And if you have a story, a question or a favourite joke, we'd love to hear from you. All you have to do is record it on the inbuilt voice recorder on an adult's phone and WhatsApp it to us. You'll find all the details on our website, www.thekidsareallright.ie <laughs> As well as loads of info on everything we talk about in our shows. Oh, and follow us on social media for loads of fun stuff and competitions. That's where me and Buddy take over. Yeah. yeah. Just look for The Kids Are All Right Podcast. Oh, and don't forget that's all as in A-L-L. Yeah, nice one, Buster. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this week's show. And if so, tell all your friends about it. And remember, guys, try to be healthy, be well, and be happy. See you next time on the Kids Are All Right podcast. Kids, it's time. Are you ready? It's time to end the time in the car. Or wherever you are. <laughs> Let's rock. <laughs>